You're now listening to the Stronger Inside Podcast, where we break down all things regarding health, fitness, and wellness to help you improve your mind, body, and environment. And now, your host, Wayne, a.k.a. Workout with Wayne, and Ernest, a.k.a. Mr. 100 Pounds Down. Welcome back to Stronger Inside Podcast. We are back. Third one since the little break that we took. How you feeling, man? Feel good. Feel good. Feel great. How are you? Same. I'm, I'm feeling good. Uh, we, mm-hmm. are, we are hitting the fall sooner or later. The time is going to change. Mm-hmm. Already getting a little bit dark early. So uh, Yeah, I felt that the other day. It was 730 and it felt like it was 1145. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's going to tie into this episode. What are we talking about today, Ernest? So we're going to talk about fall fitness, the fourth quarter guide to success, baby. Yeah, it's that time of the year. It's that time of the year. It starts getting dark early. It starts getting colder. And you just want to do less. You mm-hmm. want to move less. And for some people, and I, I'm finding this out about myself, uh, just becoming more self-aware, there's something called seasonal affective disorder and really is this kind of a depression and it could be different ranges so i don't know how how severe it is and it ranges with different people but it pretty much your your depression kind of comes and goes with the weather with with the season and that's kind of something i've been noticing to where it's just those bright summer days that warmth in the air the birds chirping all that good stuff kind of goes away and for some people that that affects us more than others. So is, that's something I wanted to touch on as well, because that's going to affect your, unless you have a plan and, you know, without a plan, then you're probably going to fail. So you got to have a plan for things. For having having a plan is going to allow for you to have success. And there's a lot, a lot of other things that happen during this time of year. I think we touched on this in another episode where we hit uh, September. It's school is back. The leaves fall. Happy Halloween. Thanksgiving. And then you got your December holidays, the Christmases, Hanukkahs, Kwanzaa's. Festivus. <laughs> Festivus. <laughs> All those good things right there. So, and then it takes you into the new year. And, and it's, it does go by kind of fast, but it is a, a different time of year. And that's when a lot of weight gain happens. And then there's also football season, right? You? I was just thinking that. Those Sunday afternoons with the chicken wings and the chips. Sodas, beer, all that Loaded stuff. Nachos, pretzels, Man. popcorn. Brats. <laughs> the brats, the burgers. Gotta have a brats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So think about that. Think about a combination of those things. A combination of uh, being cold, not doing things outside, not wanting to go outside. You got sports that you might want to watch. Even people who are, once we get into the later part of November, college basketball is back. You know, things are kind of out of whack with NBA this year, but people want to watch sports. You're going to stay inside. You're going to move less. You're not taking as many vacations that are active, probably. The kids are in school. Then usually a typical, you know, we take, you know, 2019, you're spending more family time around that Thanksgiving, around the December months. You're taking those trips. You're visiting your loved ones and you guys are showing your love through food, mm-hmm. you know, 
So the, all those things start to happen. And that's a, that, that is a combination for weight gain. And we ain't talking about muscle. <laughs> We're talking <laughs> about body fat accumulation during right. those times of the year. So let's, let's get ahead of it. It's only sep- early October. Yeah, mm-hmm. see how fast it runs up on you? <laughs> it's, it's, it's early October. And if we can get ahead of this thing and make sure that we have a plan to hit the next three months, then you're going to put yourself in a good position going into 2021, which everybody seems to be waiting for. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Can't wait. It's going to be the greatest new year of all time. I'm trying to say. Yeah, you're right. That probably will be. That is going to be. <laughs> of all time. 2020 was trash, man. This is, I mean, I know this ain't the topic of the podcast, but 2020 was trash. Trash. Oh, I mean, man. from January until all, I mean, it's just been. You just got to make the best of it. You got to. You got to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Person, personal successes, but worldwide trash. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it is. It, it, I can agree. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, having a plan. And that's what this episode is for. Helping establish what we need to look out for, how we can look at what's personal to us and see what type of things that we need to work on for ourselves and then, and then having that plan. So let me ask this, Ernest, have you ever noticed trends within yourself during this time of year? What are some type of things from years back that you've noticed that you, you some habits you kind of pick up or some habits you drop? So the last quarter of the year, I can say that I've noticed definitely a decline in, in activity level in the past. There's an increase in calorie intake because you're sitting around, you're you're kind of just munching, you're putting that extra layer on to get you through the winter. <laughs> an, an, an extra layer that I never really needed, you know. Well insulated. Well insulated for, <laughs> for the winter months, you know, for the hibernation period. You're doing things that are those seasonal things, right? So your pumpkin spice, you know, it's that is that time of year. It's that hot chocolate time of the year. It's the the cookies time of the year, you know, it's those things where you're having the parties at work, you're having the holiday parties at work, you're, you're having the holiday parties on the weekends with friends. So those are really the, the things where things start adding up when you're not doing those things throughout, throughout your week to prepare yourselves for those type of activities to, to set yourself in a, put yourself in a good place where you can enjoy and indulge, you know, uh, in moderation, but without planning I never was a person who planned those things out. It was like, well, I'm going to have the the hot wings on Sunday with the, with the football game. I'm going to, you know, order a pizza on on Tuesday because we don't feel like cooking. I'm going to eat trash for lunch, and then I'm going to the, <laughs> then I'm going to go to this holiday party on on the following Saturday. You know, and have cookies and brownies and you know everything else that yeah. comes with it because it was never I you kind of were we're in that mindful. mode of just kind of yeah weren't mindful kind of living in the moment, doing those things. And so I've always found myself putting on weight at the end of the year and into the, the new year. Yeah, so let's, let's go in chronological order. And we're going to start with where we are now, early October. This is when people are typically prepping for Halloween season. People start watching their 31 days of scary movies and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. those, those pop-up shop stores start popping up. And all that candy starts hitting the aisles. And if you're a candy person, this is when you start to munch. You start to buy. And, and you... Uh, justify it, right? Because it's a fun size, baby. You justify it by saying yeah. it's bite size. It's fun yeah. size. It was just a... You know, it was a baby Kit Kat. It was only two. Yeah. But you did eight of them. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you 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 have smaller portions, but we got to add it up. Right. So that, that that's really what we're about to hit, where we're going to hit that time of year to where and then you're going to have house parties. People say they're not going to this year, but hey, you'll have a mask on, right? <laughs> hey, mask with <laughs> uh, a mask. The mask. Yeah. Are you put a mask over your mask? Oh, man. COVID Freddy Krueger. As long as you got the N95 on, you good, Freddy. <laughs> oh, Come man. on through. Wow. But yeah, so you, you have these things. And also with, with the, the time period of Halloween and all these parties, there is an increase in alcohol. You're going to see more people drinking, more people having more fun. And the snacks, the alcohol add up, and the finger foods. And well, we'll stick on Halloween. Yeah, the candy. So. If you're a parent and you're not even a candy person, such as myself, I'm really not. If you have multiple children, one or two children, three children, it probably can get difficult unless you have your whole family on the same plan. If you don't and you kind of allow your children to be a little bit more liberal with the candy intake and it's sitting around, guess what? You're going to eat it because it's, it's within an arm's reach away. You're, you're not driving to the store to get a candy bar. You wouldn't do that. But when it's when that that single Reese's cup is sitting there and you're bored and you're watching your your TV show or you're working on your you know on the computer or whatever it's right there it's right in front of you and you're going to grab it so those things add up so maybe uh reducing how much candy you get to give out this year maybe reducing the amount of candy that your kids get and looking at that and maybe just focusing on just the costume or focusing on something else but just kind of reducing that candy intake to where it's just not around. And, and we out of sight, out of mind. Right. I wonder how many people have a grocery, grocery cart full of candy, knowing that there's five kids in their neighborhood. All the time. <laughs> all the <laughs> time. Like, I, bought, they, I bought all this to give it out to the kids. I guess I have to eat it now. Yeah. And then, but then also they, they give massive amounts to oh, the yeah. kids. Right. Take it, take it, take it. It's like, what are you guys in cahoots with the dental industry? Like, what? <laughs> let's go. The kids do not need this much sugar. Go to the dentist's house and he's handing out exactly <laughs> candy uh, and Invisalign coupons. It. Right. <laughs> oh man, he's like, see you in a couple months. <laughs> That's a good idea. I might start doing that. Start, uh, handing out <laughs> Travis Scott meal coupons with my trainer. Uh. <laughs> Little cactus meals. Oh man, yeah. But on Halloween, the candy, the candy just can't be there because then it lingers around and then it stays all the. And that takes you into November. Go into November with the candy, and also some people who are candy people, then that's when they they take advantage of it because then it's the the going out of business sale for all the candy. You know, November first, you can go get all the candy you want for the lowest of the low. And then that's going to last you all the way through November, going to December almost. Mm-hmm. So and then, and then Jim brings the candy to work. Oh yeah, and then yeah, very oh, good got point. The candy and, dish at the front. As soon as you walk in the office, there's a candy dish right there waiting yeah. for you. And normally I'm immune to these office discussions, and I really don't have much to add because of the, the atmosphere that I work in. And I, and I work in the gym. Everybody's an independent contractor. We come and go. But guess what? The post Halloween candy makes it to the gym. There is a jar and it's like, you know, people are trying to get rid of it or they're trying to just share a treat with you. And it's there and it's there. And it's, it's, it's interesting that it even makes it to my 
quote unquote office. <laughs> so I can only imagine how it is for the, the rest of you know, the, the office world. We might not get that this year mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're working remotely and you're not home. But if it's in your home, then it's, it's, it's just as bad as Jim giving it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn good at dangling Jim. <laughs> Jim's getting shout outs every episode now. <laughs> Are you going to sue us? <laughs> libel. Well, or slander. We didn't, we didn't, no libels in writing. We didn't give his last name. We didn't give his oh, last name. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So really, really just taking a look at what your plan is for Halloween, how you're going to control it and what you're going to do to make sure that it's an event. And that's really where a lot of these things you have to be mindful. Just make it a one day thing. Get over it. You know, <laughs> it's actually October 31st. It's not, Octo- you know how they do shark week? Right. <laughs> you can't, you can't do candy week. Yeah. And then that lasts into the next month. No. It's Halloween, not Halloween. Ha- oh, okay. I see that. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's a good point, though. Yeah. So really just make it an event. Nobody says April Fool's on April 5th. <laughs> this, this guy's on fire. <laughs> just trying to tell you what else you got keep going keep going you got any uh st patrick's day puns come on <laughs> don't pinch me if i'm wearing green i don't know i lost <laughs> you put him on the spot oh man yeah so just make it a, just make it a one day thing get your candy get it done and toss it we all hate to waste food we hate to waste things and really what instead of tossing it people bring it to the office but just get it out your house. Get it out your house. November rolls around. Get all the bite-sized candies out your house, and you'll you'll be in a better place for it. Because guess what? The candy's always available. It's not special. <laughs> Smaller versions of the same candy that's available all year. It's not really special. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then, again, it's it's and it's about moderation, and then also making sure that you are being consistent in some form of movement throughout this throughout this whole time right so so it's colder outside so cardio might be something you enjoy so doing that cardio may be more difficult throughout this time of year but there's other ways to get that cardio in while you can do that inside and to get that heart rate up and do the things that you need to do in order to feel to feel good about your workout yeah i agree you gotta and normally it doesn't hit people at this time if you're if you're a runner if you're somebody who that's some outdoor stuff. It, it you just put some windbreaker on, some gloves or whatever, and you you keep it going. It's never really a lot of uh, you know, weather objections. It might rain a little bit more, or something like that, but it, it, that's no not normally what happens around this time of year. Uh, probably hit, hitting more in that December time. But moving, 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 moving is, is so important because your your calorie intake is going to go up. So let, let's take it into November, right? You, you got your your Halloween. You've made a decision. You've had a, a conversation with your family. You guys are not taking the candy into November, and you're, you're, you're still doing well. You're still doing well. So now what's going to start happening, middle, mid-November to late November, the Friendsgivings, the Thanksgivings, the travel, depending on what's going on, uh, the, the potlucks or something like that, depending. What is your strategy, and how are you going to make it Make it through that without having, uh, you know, a, a, a massive amount of, of weight gain. Uh, one, one strategy I would say is going lighter during the day on carbohydrates. So if a lot of these events are happening towards the evening. So 
if you're going to, I didn't say skip meals. I didn't say don't eat, just snack or anything. No, what I said was go lighter on carbohydrates. So if you are going to have the finger foods or the heavier foods, the mac and cheese or whatever's going on with one of these events, one of these parties, maybe for lunch, maybe that is a time where you might rely on a salad to where you are getting protein and healthy fats. Maybe you are just kind of going with a, a protein option and just going veggies. And then you're leaving out those carbohydrates because you know you're going to make up, you know, that the bulk of that's going to come in the evening. So that's a good strategy to be, to be mindful with that to where you're kind of saving that room for them because you don't want to have those carbs at lunch and then you're going to go, go in the evening and, and load up again. And then, you know, you're going to go to sleep and excess carbohydrates turn into to body fat. Yep. Especially in, in dealing with like potlucks and family gatherings and things of that nature. It's best to, if you know how your family traditionally eats, and you know the traditional foods that they have there are going to be foods that aren't going to be the best for you and your plan and your journey that you're on, it's okay to prepare something that fits your needs, right? Yeah. And then and you bring that. And so if they're eating, you know, the whatever fried turkey or like you said, the macaroni and cheese and things like that, it's okay to have some of that, but having the portions that you normally have, maybe you don't want to maybe you don't want to go that far. So now you have now you have other food that you prepared specifically that that you can share, of course, but also to supplement to supplement your plate so that you can hit your your calorie goal that you need to hit, but also do it in a in a more healthy a healthier way. Yeah, yeah. And then also depending where you are on your journey, if you are Really, really, really like if you are in a place where you know it's danger zone, and we're talking about maybe morbid obesity to where you have started your uh, your journey, and let's just say August, September, maybe even July, you you've been really working towards building some new habits, eating differently, getting moving, and now you are 15 pounds down, right? But you still have a lot to go. Maybe doing what everybody else does this year won't be best for you. And if you can just maybe take, you know, sit this one out per se, so that you can keep the consistency so you don't have any triggers and don't have anything that to to throw your journey off, that's gonna be fine. And these people, if they're your loved ones, if they're your close friends, they'll completely understand. You might get bothered a little bit with some jokes or something like that. But if it's really that important to you where you know that this decision could actually uh, take you off course and push you to maybe regressing, then maybe just sit it out. And, I, and I'm not saying stay home, but just maybe be that person. Be that person who's not having the eggnog and drinking <laughs> the water or something. Be that person who's, who's not eating the macaroni and cheese and eating the turkey and the salad option. And then when you're in a better place and you've gotten at least halfway through where you want to get to, halfway where you, where you want to get to, three-fourths of the way, then you can kind of start reintroducing these things. But that, it's a personal decision, you have to understand, but you might really have to do that. If you're not so far in that area and you're just trying, you know, you have a more moderate goal, then yeah, maybe you should just kind of... Uh, do what everybody else does and kind of just have a, a night off per se and have fun. But it, 
don't feel as though if you're tackling a mountain of a goal right now and you are, you know, you got 180, 70 pounds to lose, going ham on Thanksgiving (laughs) or eating grandma's pie, that might not be the best thing for you. And then them forcing leftovers on you. And then one day turns into two days, turns into two weeks that you have regressed and you're not going to feel good about that. And then that in itself might push you even further back. So really just saying, what could one day domino into? So that, that's something to consider. That's, that's a case by case situation, but do be mindful of it. I think that, I think that is also something that I definitely did when we first started. Because when we first started working with you, Wayne, I believe that was September of 2018-ish, August, September timeframe. And so really starting and really ramping up and getting into those habits and and really trying to make that a part of my lifestyle in the beginning was difficult. And then we got hit with, you know, the holiday season. Without fully having this be a part of our lifestyle, right, we understood that Thanksgiving – could definitely be a trigger for us because we enjoy the macaroni and cheeses and the sweet potato pies and the, the fried turkeys and the greens with the with the neck bone in it and all that good stuff, right? Uh, you sound we, like you sound like Shirley. You know, they got greens, beans, potatoes, <laughs> tomatoes. T- you, you name know. it. <laughs> yeah. So wanting to indulge in all that stuff because that's what we're used to and that's kind of what this time of the year kind of inv- invokes in us, right? We kind of get ready for it. We kind of get ramped up for it and in anticipation of having, you know, your your aunt's red rice or, you know, your mom's macaroni and cheese or, you know, your grandma's sweet potato pie, all those things. You're like, I eat this one time a year, you know, in this type of setting. And then around these, around these people, you know, we don't have, we don't get to do this all the time. So now I want to enjoy them while enjoying their, you know, their food and things like that. And so yeah. understanding what I, wanted to do, understanding the bigger picture of where I wanted to go, it was important for us, um, my wife and I, to really modify how we ate, especially during that first Thanksgiving on the on the program and with the program. And so I feel like we did a, a good job of it, not the best job. We didn't sit it out and sitting it out might have... Were there effects after? That yeah. Be- remember what the next it, two, three, four days looked like? Exactly. Yeah. Because without sitting, because when you don't sit it out and you kind of lean into the old way of doing things, you know, you, you eat Thanksgiving dinner, right? You had a couple and plates with an aluminum foil they in, send, your, in your fridge. They send, you home, they send you home with stuff, right? So now you got the ham with your eggs and then the next morning, you know, you got the, the spiral ham with your eggs the next morning. And then you got a turkey wing in your freezer in your refrigerator. You know, matter of yeah. fact, they made they made five sweet potato pies. So you had a slice on Thanksgiving, and they sent you home with a whole pie. Yeah. So yep. you know, and so now you eating sweet potato pie for a week, and so it's the, it's that whole thing where and that's that's they, the something that I've discussed with clients where you know they they where they bring up and say, well, you know, it's Thanksgiving. One meal has never thrown off a week. One meal has never thrown off a week. What happens is all the the things that linger all the other parts that come with it so uh yeah that that's really about telling yourself all right i had this so if you do participate it's over no leftovers <laughs> be respectful or here's another trick that i've uh, i've learned and I, I recommend people do this if they must sometimes there's certain people's feelings you must spare it might be not the most honest thing but take the food 
take it home and then throw it away. <gasps> so they're, they're happy. They're smiling. They said, oh, man, look at him. He loves this. You said, thank you. Respecting your elders, respecting your family. And then you tossed it and got right back to your plan the next day instead of doing their plan the next two to three, four or five days. Yeah. So while we're going through this, this is a time of year where people weigh themselves the least because they don't want to know what they're doing. They can feel the bloat. They can feel the inflammation. They can feel the pants getting tighter. And they say, I don't want to know. I don't want to look. It's like a, was a Mario Winans song. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to know if you're playing me. Keep it on the low. <laughs> I was thinking it. I could. I could yeah, that's, that's Wait, what they do with the scale. Me. They're yeah. like, I don't want to know. It's, oh, man. <laughs> it, please. It yeah, just, it, what, what I don't know won't hurt me. Right. Even though it is. So to keep some accountability with yourself, weigh yourself once a week, and then you will identify a trend. And you can say, all right, I'm gaining one pound, two pounds per week through the winter. I need to do something. I need to modify what I'm doing. I need to look at my portions. I need to consume less alcohol. I need to maybe add another day of activity in so that I can combat this and so that I can come out on the other end of 2021, at least breaking even. At least that's to help. <laughs> not 10 pounds heavier, 15 pounds heavier, seven pounds heavier, whatever it is. So what's gonna happen? Very few people who weigh themselves once a week. Let's just say four weeks October, four weeks November, four weeks December. If you weigh yourself 12 times and you see the scale going up every time, very few people are gonna see that and go all the way through week 12 and not do anything. But what happens is after week two or three, you see that trend and you put it away. And then you go, I'll deal with it later. <laughs> but rather than doing that, stay in the moment, be conscious and say, this is something that I'm going to do for myself you know, every Saturday, every Monday or whatever it is. And then you can keep yourself accountable. That takes a accountability is a big word. Accountability. Oof. And that's something that's going to keep you there, though. So. Uh, weighing yourself during this time of year is very important to make sure that you are not getting out of control. Uh, but yeah, going, going, going into November, then taking that into December, if, if you're able to get there and you're not doing the leftovers, the stuff that they, they you know, take a plate, push the plate in your hands, you're putting your coat on, they push some desserts in your hands. You said, all right, all right, I'll take it. You got rid of it. You made, Maybe you gave it to a neighbor. Maybe not throw it away, right? You gave it away. But now you're, you're entering December. And you're like, okay, I'm still doing good. It's still getting a little bit colder maybe if you're an outdoors person. But you, you keep your activity level there. You're concentrating on strength, something that we always focus on. Because building, uh, building muscle is going to help you during this time of year, right? Having yeah. the, the more yep. muscle you have on you, the more, the more calories you can burn throughout your day more consistently. Yeah, yeah, but you want to have more muscle. And, and just, just so we're not everybody is going to seriously weight train. I recommend it, but there's people who just, this is something they're not going to do, especially at this time with uh, not as many people going to gyms, not having access to these things in their home, home gyms. But strength training is still squats, lunges, glute bridges, push-ups, 
if you have bands, some type of roll, a vertical pull, those things you still should be doing. And then depending on your training level, you may build muscle. Uh, you, you may not, but again, at least you're maintaining. At least you're maintaining. So if you can get into December and you've made Halloween a one-day thing, you've made Thanksgiving a one-day thing, maybe you had a Friendsgiving or something else, a one-day thing, you're being conscious of the snacking, the alcohol intake, and really saying, okay, let me just monitor and be mindful. Mindful is always the word. Then you can be in a good place going into December. So just like we talked about weighing yourself, if you're not a person who tracks your food, this could be a great time of year to do it, to really just say, how many calories am I taking in? Now, it gets tedious, especially if you're eating a lot more small things than you were previously. Then you go, oh, you know, this is a lot. But if you can take a look at your, your main things, if you're still prepping food if, and take a look and say, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is how much I have allotted. Make sure my weekends aren't getting out of control. Then you can, you can learn your patterns and then maybe you can go back to being more intuitive now that you've adjusted to this new higher intake. So going, going into December, you're still going to have those same more, more family things probably. The office things start to happen. And just, just apply those same principles of making that night the event. You got people who uh, say you do the, the uh, holiday party and it's, it's at a hotel or something, right? That doesn't mean you have to make the morning after when you're checking out or you're traveling another day of unhealthy eating. You can get back on track that morning. You had a great time the night before, maybe you got a little hangover or something, and then you get back on track with your next day rather than having it bleed into the next day. Uh, and I think that that's, that's something that a lot of people suffer from, which is the all or nothing personality that we've talked mm, about, where you right. go, well, I had one Cheeto, I blew it today, and then you go and consume a whole bag. It's like, it's one Cheeto not going to do nothing to you. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, I, I've definitely uh, experienced that with friends and family members and, and, my, and myself as well. I've definitely experienced that all or nothing mentality with myself and then even with family and, and friends. There was a situation where I think a family member of mine had a, a sweet potato and I guess they, were, they weren't doing um, sugar or, or something along those lines. And so they had the sweet potato, they ate it and they said, it tastes really good. And then they found out that someone put, uh, had put like brown sugar uh, <laughs> on, on the sweet potato. And I just took them like out of whack, like their whole, their whole, they said they ruined my whole plan. My plan is ruined now. My, my, my nutrition plan is out the window now because I, I had the, the brown sugar. And I'm brown like, sugar. Well, yeah. So I'm like, well, okay. It, it, it <laughs> D'Angelo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got high on that brown sugar. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was like one of those. had a piece of the devil's pie, too? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I, I I I need to go back and ask him how how does how does it feel? But you know. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but <laughs> and we have but, we don't know any more of his songs. <laughs> zero, zero. But but it was one of those things where in my mind I was thinking, all right, you had you had a little bit of sugar. It was not a lot of sugar. You didn't have you know. You had, you know, maybe 
a tablespoon of sugar amongst all the yeah. all of which what you yeah. would have ate. So yes, you ate something that wasn't on your program, but no, you didn't ruin your program, right? It's not ruined. Yeah. The next thing you consume in the next, you know, 20 things you consume over the next, you know, three, four, five days or however long you're doing this are not going to contain the things that you don't want them to contain. One so, meal doesn't ruin a week. Right. And then and one, one side dish doesn't ruin a meal. <laughs> exactly. And then it also goes into, you know, understanding what you're putting into your body and the best way to understand what you're putting into your body is to prepare it yourself there you go and so if you're preparing the food yourself or if you are around the food when it is prepared then you understand what goes in it you understand what's going into your body and so you now are more educated about everything that's laid out in front of you right and so you can make a better you can make better decisions and choices on what you're going to pick especially if you're if you're in this situation where it's a big family dinner or it's you know, these potluck type of situations, you know, because I'm always weary and skeptical about, you know, potlucks in general. So I normally make enough to share, but I know what I have. And so I'm normally consume what I brought to the party more. So, you know, if it's not packaged, like you bought these from a store, I'm probably going to steer clear of them because, you know, yeah, I don't really know what people be doing, but, Jim's but for wife. me, you're not gonna eat Jim's wife potato salad. No, I think Jim got cats, and I think his cats be walking on the countertops, and so I don't be rocking with the you know the food Jim be bringing all the time. <laughs> so, so yeah, man, that's that's really what it is, man. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Not only do you want to prepare yourself leading up to these parties by doing the right things throughout the week before the party or before the gathering, but you also want to prepare your own food throughout the week and what you're taking to the party. Big, you know? Very good point. And, and you kind of touched on this earlier in the, in the episode, in the conversation. Do what you need to do Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday. That's even more important now. You can't order pizza on Tuesday when you're going to go to Friendsgiving on Friday. Right. You need to eat the food that you prepared and follow your, your meal plan and eat with a, a health-centered mindset during the week because you're going to go off the rails somewhat, or you're just you're just gonna you're just gonna eat more of that stuff during the weekend or during the evening or whatever it is. So it's very important that you do focus in on making sure that you eat that stuff and that that you are preparing, that you are getting the complex carbs, you are eating the lean protein options, you are getting lots of fruits and vegetables because you're you're not going to get it when it's party time. Right. Yeah, and it's not that you can't be too tired to to cook. You know, this is not the time of year where you can sacrifice, you know, that that type of preparation. And I I, I always grew up thinking that, you know, eating at a certain time could affect your body in a certain way, right? But it was not necessarily eating at a certain time, it's eating bad things. <laughs> yeah you know at any time right so like going through <laughs> this go. thing with wayne like i i i would uh wayne would hit me up be like hey you didn't eat on on you know tuesday or whatever why didn't you have what'd you have for dinner is it oh i didn't eat because we didn't get home till nine o'clock and it was too late to eat what do you mean it's too late to eat well yeah you don't want to eat that late because you know you eat that late and you lay down and all the food's in your stomach then it just turns into fat right what even though early in the day you've only consumed 900 calories, 
And now you're looking at the clock saying, oh, kitchen's closed. <laughs> and now you go to sleep and you've only, ate 900, you've only ate 900 calories instead right. of, yeah. So that's, and that's the thing. So it's, it's not, it's never too late to eat good food. If, if you are in a position where you have to make a choice between going home and preparing that chicken, that, that vegetables, and, and those complex carbs, or stopping in that drive-thru because it's late, make the right decision Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because when Friday and Saturday comes, you know that party's coming, you know those cookies, those cakes, all those, you know, quote-unquote bad foods are going to be there waiting for you. And so if you if you consume those all throughout the week and then on the weekend, you're going to put yourself in a bad, a bad spot. What about, and this is presuming the people in the office are, hey, maybe it's 2023 and you're listening to this podcast. Hey, how are you? <laughs> and people are back in the office. How do you deal with the, hey, I brought, I cooked brownies or I made, I made cookies for the office and then they just sit them in there. What, what is your strategy for that, Ernest? Oh, cool. Thank you. And I just won't go, won't pick them up, won't get them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just kind of walk by them and say, oh, no, oh I'm just good. say no. Yeah, just say no. Just, just say no. no. Just mm-hmm. say no. Thank them for bringing them in. Thank you for thinking about me. I appreciate that. It makes me feel good that you thought enough about me that you would prepare something in your home. Although I know you have a cat and you let it walk on your countertop, I won't be eating your brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Not just because of that, but, you know. I appreciate it, but no thank you. Thank you, but no thank you. And I'm sure there's enough other people in here who would consume that, and you won't even know that I didn't have any. So you're not going to eat Christy the Crazy Crat. <laughs> Christy the Crazy Cat Lady's cookies? That's <laughs> a tongue twister. Nah, Christy, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I appreciate it, Christy, but not today. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> not right meow. Not right meow. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. I guess you got to just say no. And it depends where you are within your journey, what type of things, what type of goals you're trying to accomplish. And I want to touch on this real quick. Maybe this is not the best time to set amazing goals. But hold on. Before you do that, I, I, I would have to tell her no. And the reason why is because I know myself. So if I have one cookie and it tastes good, it's probably going to be a second one. Okay. Right. And so for, for me, for Mr. Hundred Pounds Down, <laughs> if I want to stay a hundred pounds down, I got I can't, you know, I can't continue to to go back. And I and I know so I know where my weaknesses lie in certain types of things. And when it comes to those those snack foods, and so I know some things I just have to cut out all together, especially when I know I can't just walk away from them, you know, because they're sitting there all day long. I know I had one, and I know there's thirty left, and I know I can go back and get another one or another two. Yeah, that's where that, that's where it becomes like an, that's where it could become an issue for me, you know. So if I go to a party, I know I could probably grab one on my way out because I know I'm leaving that environment. So I'm not going to continue to snack on that the whole time. Wait yeah. till the end of the night, grab grab one and take it with me to go that type yeah. of thing. But it, yeah. and, and I can still enjoy the party. Like and that's one thing with me. I've never been like a big drinker 
or things like that. I, I'll have a glass now and then, or I have a, you know, a, a drink now here or there, but I can always have fun without having to do that type of thing in those types of settings, right? And so I can have a good time at a party where there's a bunch of food around and not indulge in that food. I can have a party, I can have fun at a party where there's a lot of drinks around and not have to drink, you know? I can, you know, be yeah. around those types of things and not indulge in them in order to have a good time. And you can too. Me? <laughs> the insiders. <laughs> the insiders. Depending who you are, this is probably not the best time to say, I want to lose five pounds, 10 pounds or whatever. There's more so about breaking even, focusing on maintaining strength and keeping your habits at a baseline, keeping the strong habits that you do. If, if you do a shake for breakfast, keep that going. If you bring your lunch to work, keep that going. All those, all those things that you do normally that have gotten you success, keep them going and then just allow for these events to be small speed bumps and not complete detours. Okay. And it's actually easier because you're home more. So it's easier to prep. You have more time to prep. Uh, so if that's something that you have been doing, trust me, it's going to be easier throughout this time of year because you're not spending that time outside. You're not doing those things. So you have time to come home and kind of whip together a large meal that you can then prep your, your lunches for an extended period of time. Yeah. So I think with, with those major holidays, if, if you can approach those with a plan, use some of the strategies that we've discussed today, you can have a good new year knowing that you uh, look pretty much the same or even possibly better than you did in late August, September, because you, you've, you've followed the plan. You've made a plan. You followed the plan. You did not lose sight of your goals. You stayed mindful. You did not overindulge. And then you're able to hit the spring or the second part of the winter, I guess, in the, in the spring and it really start to get those goals going. Because that's when you see people start to put their goals back in, in the forefront because now it's, hey, it's going to get warm. Hey, vacation might start again. And that's when you can get there. But if you've already gained 20 pounds, then you got to lose 20 pounds now. You're going to look the same in late March, April as you did at the end of the summer, and you're really not really putting yourself forward. You're just kind of on uh, the hamster wheel. Right. Yeah. And then possibly yeah. if you're doing the yo-yo stuff, then you have even less muscle and more fat, even though you weigh the same. So summer bodies are built through winter consistency. Okay. I like that. I like that. I don't know what summer body is, you know. These, these, that, these. Beach, that beach body, baby. <laughs> beach body. Yeah. yeah. Not the, the Horton beach body. Not that, no, don't got to go that far. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. But th this is the time of year when you, when you can really. Because uh, you pack on that 15, that 20, it's going to be harder to get to that, what you want to look like on, on yeah. the summertime, you know. But if you can stay consistent throughout this time, when the springtime rolls around or, you know, when it, when it starts clearing up for you and you really want to ramp it up. It's going to be a lot easier to do so. Either this is the time of year when you hold down the fort or you make a small amount of steps in the right direction. But you're not going to go leaps and bounds. And if you do, more power to you. But just understand if that's your plan, if you're going into this winter saying, I'm going to take leaps and bounds, understand that you are going to have to sacrifice a lot. You are going to have to sacrifice time with friends, family, social events, and those things come with consequences if you're prepared to 
face those consequences, more power to you. Because if you make leaps and bounds at that time of year, you're definitely going to make leaps and bounds in the spring and summer. So it's just about who you are and what you're trying to accomplish. All right. So uh, leave that Halloween candy, put it down. Don't go ham on Thanksgiving with the greens, beans, and tomatoes, and hogs, and mogs. You name it. <laughs> and then uh, take it easy on uh, the winter months as well with those, with those specific holidays to whoever you are. Speaking on the seasonal affective disorder, it's interesting, is uh, SAD. <laughs> Sad. So... Uh, there's some strategies to really, really combat that. I really think it's important to look at your morning and evening routines and make sure that you're doing things that are going to help you feel good. And while I do these things other parts of the year, they become more important during this time of year so that there's no really breaks in the flow of things. Some of the habits I like to do in the morning, listening to good, positive music, Doing my cold showers, that's something that, that I do in the mornings. Cold showers? Yep, definitely wake you up. There's a lot of great benefits in terms of just uh, skin health, helps with your immune system. What a, what, what a great time to do that, right? <laughs> mm, yeah, buddy. Then in terms of just recovering from uh, some, of these, some of these workouts, just, just that cold and that cold water does it. You don't have to stand there for 20 minutes or anything, but you get the benefits of that. Uh, meditation, meditation, even with candles, that aromatherapy to where there's something with that. So even if you're combining those things and then, and, and that's kind of the morning thing, that's kind of the morning thing right there to where you can get that flow, get that thing going. And then next thing, you know, now, now your day is going in the right direction because you've done all those things. The, uh, we've already talked about the exercise being uh, consistent with that. We've talked about the nutrition being consistent with that. And then going into the evening, going into your evening, what are you doing? Are you watching more TV? Are you watching more sports? Are you in front of more screens all times of the night? And now you're not getting quality sleep. You're not recovering from any workouts or, you know, you, you end up being groggy the next day. So you skip your workout and then you find that, you know, that pattern starts to occur. So really having and keeping that same bedtime, getting away from the screens, maybe using the, the meditation and candle and those things in the evening. Or really just spending that time to work on yourself, whether it be uh, keeping your place tidy, reading a book to where you're, you're work, doing some self-improvement. Could be fiction. I'm not a mm -hmm. big fiction reader. I really don't. Really, all my books in my library, they're all, they're all going to be uh, self-improvement and things like that to where it's just going to help, help better yourself. But if you can keep those things going to where you're feeling good and you're really taking control of your mood because that food does control your mood. <laughs> and then also uh, just taking a look at all the other things to where it's maybe spending time with loved ones, reaching out to them, especially during this time of year with where we're a little bit more isolated. We will see a lot more cases of people who, if they really do have real depression symptoms and then they're not able to get out and about, and then it's pretty much dark all day, it's cold all day, you're really going to, some people are really going to be hit by this. So by maybe reaching out and having some interaction with friends and family. And we've seen a lot of people do this in the past months, but it might be more important to have a, a video chat with somebody or doing those things to where you're able to have those people help your mood and you feel good about some things and then go into your day, keeping those habits. But keeping those habits strong, I do believe help fight it and mm -hmm. 
And, and, that, and that's, that's a really important part of that, that winter because not everybody is the same during that time of year. And it's just not, for me particularly, it's just not fun. <laughs> it's just really not fun. You know, I can get my workout done in the late morning or the, in the afternoon or something. But then when I'm going back to work and it's getting dark by five, it's just like, blah, <laughs> you know. And then really for me, I, this time of year, I'm going to really focus on getting more sleep. And then the longer I'm sleep, the less I got to see of it. <laughs> so that's my strategy. Sure. If, I can, if I can get seven to eight hours, then I don't got to worry about it, you know. So just wanted to add, add those tidbits. And I really think that is something that maybe some of the listeners know about themselves or maybe they know that about themselves or they might find that out as years go and they might say, okay, something's going on. Why am I why am I feeling this way during this time of year? So be on the lookout for that. And if, if you want to do things a holistic way and you really want to take control of this, those habits and those things are, are really the best way to do it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Have you yourself seen anything like that within yourself or not really? Just like um, feeling like... Uh, maybe, just less, le- maybe just less motivated, less just... Definitely, because with the time, especially with the time changing getting darker earlier you know you feel a little more tired earlier in the day okay like like i like i said earlier it, it was 7 30 the other day and it really felt like it was 11 45 at night just because the time had changed and it's starting to get darker earlier it's starting to rain a little bit more just the the motivation for the the end of the day you know is, isn't quite there as like it used to be you know the energy level kind of drops off a little bit especially when your mornings kind of start early. But yeah, I definitely can see that. So doing doing those routines can definitely help you combat those types of things, having something that you, you're kind of looking forward to, you know, later in the evening, whether it be kind of reading that book before bed or having that, that quiet meditation time to really focus yourself again. But yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, until next time, we're out. Thank you for listening to the Stronger Inside Podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, follow us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then subscribe. Make sure you stay connected with us via social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Stronger Inside Podcast. Remember, every like, comment, and share spreads the message of health, fitness, and wellness. 